Well, I did it, guys. I quit social media. It was... It was like I was watching someone else do it. I, I, just, I didn't even realize it had started when it did. I just found myself removing everything from my Instagram account. And then I decided I'm just going to deactivate my Instagram account entirely. And then that just snowballed into Facebook, Twitter. All of my accounts are disabled slash deactivated slash whatever you call it. Not deleted. I uh, have no plans for a timeline for this. It was just a sort of middle of the night impulsive thing. But now that I've done it, I'm going to see if I can keep this up for a while. So, day one. It's incredible how many times I picked up my phone this morning to check Facebook. Yeah, that was a wake-up call. (laughs) Do yourself a favor and look up the phrase dopamine loop. Last night as I was trying to wind down (laughs) after disabling all my social media accounts... Um, I just, uh, tried to listen to a few podcasts. I would get about one to five minutes into it and then decide I didn't want to listen to it anymore and try to find something else. Finally, I decided to just reach for and pick up a book. And there was one that I had gotten a few months ago, but hadn't started reading yet called Silence in the Age of Noise. Just then, as I was trying to start reading this book called Silence, a bunch of people came home late at night and started making a bunch of noise. I don't know what to call this irony. Anyway, some things that were mentioned in this book, which I would say the name of the author of, but I don't know how to pronounce his name. There were some things that were mentioned in the book which reinforced the decisions I had just made to uh, have fewer reasons to pick up my phone and stare at a screen. Day two. Without social media. So yesterday, 
I uh, went down to the St. Mark's Lighthouse and shot a few rolls of film. Today, I developed those rolls and others. Murphy's Law was, of course, in full effect. It's always an adventure developing film. <laughs> Never a dull moment. I'm putting a way positive spin on this. Anyway, I'm already getting used to it. I, 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 I'm no longer reaching for my phone. I've turned off like notifications on all kinds of stuff. So it's not constantly buzzing and distracting me. It's a... Uh, I don't know what to make of it, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing stuff at random now. It's the morning of day three. Dreary weather today. I've got nine strips of color negatives that have been hanging overnight and are now dry. Now time to start the long and tedious process of cutting, sleeving, scanning, and re-sleeving the negatives. Yeah, I think this uh, going out into nature and just shooting a few rolls of film is where it's at. I can just grab my camera, snatch a fistful of film, hop in my car, drive to wherever I feel like going, and shoot as many rolls as I can be bothered to shoot. With portraits, or I don't know, I don't like to call it portraiture because portraits are about like capturing a person as they are and while I put people in front of my camera for my work I don't it's like it's more like I'm using a human in front of the camera to tell the story that I'm trying to tell but I don't know it doesn't really work out Another thing about working with other people is that you kind of are a slave to their schedule and the shoot's over when they're done and if you're halfway through a roll of film, well, then you have to figure out what to do with the rest of that film so you can get it out of your camera and get it developed. And I'm just tired of needing to rely on other people to get my work done you know nature will always be there that mountain's not going anywhere that ocean's not going anywhere
I kind of went off on a tangent there. Getting back to the actual point, I'm just done with stressing about expectations. Expectations of how I might be able to change my life, expectations of what I see photography bringing into other people's lives and expecting it to turn out a similar way for me. Expectations of what I think my photograph should look like, the emotional depth that I'm expecting them to hold, and just falling way short of all of that constantly just puts me under so much unnecessary stress. I've just started to go out there and not have any expectations and just load up a roll of film and just point my camera at things. Not having a preconceived notion in my head of of what I hope I get to create just showing up and seeing what I find. And I'm under so much less stress now. There's no more worrying about stuff that hasn't happened yet. Because I don't really care what happens anymore. I don't care if my life never gets any better. I don't care anymore. I am broke and alone and a failure at life and miserable and completely demoralized. And I've realized that maybe the only part that I need to change is the part where I'm miserable. Let me be broken alone and a failure at life and kind of okay with it. I'm reminded of an old saying. People say, make like a turtle and just let it roll off your back. Or is it a duck? I think some people say turtle and other people say duck. I I like the turtle version. The point is that if I look at my track record over time, my success rate with trying to attain the things that other people have in their lives that make them happy, the family, the career, my my success rate is zero so far. But if I shift my focus to just making the best of what very little I have left to live for, that's something I can manage. I discussed this whole idea with a friend and she tells me there's a difference between 
being content in what you have, and giving up. Man, just let me give up. Because I am done chasing after things I'm never going to get. I am done trying so hard, beating my head against the wall for things that aren't for me. It's time to just accept my lot in life. I'm never going to win or succeed at anything. Just let me be really good at being a loser. I just absentmindedly tapped on the Facebook icon on my phone. And I have the app offloaded right now, so it started installing, and I was like, no, 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 no. So... That just happened. I guess I should get around to explaining why I've done this. If there ever was a reason in the first place. It's not like... Social media... Was getting in the way of like my face-to-face interactions because I don't have much of that going on in the first place. Maybe you could say it's for the opposite reason. Like Facebook and Instagram were like my main sources of connection to the outside world. Don't have much of a social life in real life, you know. Um, And I just got sick of trying to seek connection. I just decided to settle into my isolation. I don't want to, I don't want any people in my life right now. I just want to be alone. I just want to be alone. Okay, okay, okay. This whole thing took a wrong turn. What I had meant to do on the outset with this podcast was um, just have some quick and dirty interviews with creative people that I like. And so far, none of that has happened yet. It's devolved into me just rambling about why I'm miserable. Because I can't be bothered to deal with people. And it's gotten super cringeworthy at this point. So, in the interest of sort of resetting the tone, I'm going to tell this story of one of the most awesome days of my life. But first, coffee.
Okay, I forget what day this was, what day of the week, I forget even what year it was, but it was back when I was living in Augusta, Georgia. You may have heard of the group called Improv Everywhere. If you haven't, then you've probably seen at least one of their viral videos. They are a group that orchestrates these sort of flash mob scenarios. Like that uh, one day every year in New York where a bunch of people get onto the subway with no pants on. So yeah, Improv Everywhere is the group that orchestrates these wild things. Anyway, every year in Augusta there's this art festival called Westobu, Westobo, Westo, W-E-S-T-O-B-O-U. And one of the days of this Westobo, Westo whatever festival, um, Improv Everywhere uh, had a little, what do you call it? They had a thing where they did some speaking about what they do. And afterwards, out in this field, this little grassy block in downtown Augusta, um, they were going to have a flash mob. And afterwards, they were going to set up a screen and project a movie, and, you know, have a movie at night out on the lawn. It was a great day. But anyway, getting back to the flash mob, how this flash mob was orchestrated was everybody would be wearing headphones, and like at the end of a countdown, we would all start playing the exact same audio file at the same time. Nobody involved in the flash mob would have been aware it was going on. They would just see these people wearing headphones behaving strangely all in unison to uh, commands that they couldn't hear. But see, your boy wasn't slick enough to preview that audio file before the flash mob started. So when I showed up for the event, that was my first time hearing the audio file and the commands that would be given to us. Well, I didn't know that I should have listened to that audio because it contained information that I would have needed to properly prepare for the flash mob. In particular, there would be a game of Human Twister in which everybody was meant to show up in either a blue, a green, a red, or a yellow shirt 
and we'd be issued instructions. I forget whether they were based on which color shirt you were wearing or not, but it was something along the lines of, like, if you are wearing a yellow shirt, put your left hand on the right shoulder of a red shirt, things like that. <laughs> Until, you know, you got all tangled up into, you know, a massive human web of limbs going everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't get that memo, so your boy showed up in a gray shirt. Um, I don't remember how, but I still managed to somehow participate in <laughs> the uh, Human Twister game. Um, but... Yeah, people were getting really mad at me because they couldn't, like, use me as someone they could, like, put their hand or their foot on because I wasn't wearing a color. But, it, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it specifically, except to summarize that that was one of the most awkward and fun and uplifting and human experiences of my whole life. Sorry, I'm not good at recounting stories verbally. I jump all over the place. I leave out information. This is why I'm way better at writing, because I have time to organize the information and choose my words carefully. When I'm speaking, it's just I'm stumbling over my words. I am no good at speaking. Anyway, if, if I can dig up the photos that I took on that day, I'm going to put them up on the Latent Image Instagram account. Yes, I made a Latent Image Instagram account. I haven't posted anything to it yet. So, yeah, today I'm going to see if I can find the scans. I don't think I have the negatives anymore. Of the photos I shot on that day. And if you want to have a peek, have a gander, have a wee little look-see at them, you can find them at... Latent Image was taken, so the username is Latent Image, abbreviated LTNTIMG. It's L-T-N-T-I-M-G on Instagram. Yeah! Oh, I should mention, of course, I won't be checking that account for comments, likes, or anything of that nature. So, don't expect a reply. Sorry. Sorry, I'm so sad. I love you all. Peace.